genre. How would you spell that Gottlieb Howdy? I spelled it G-O-D-D-I-L-L-Y. Gottlieb Bob, Bob Howdy. Howdy. Yeah. Why not? Gottlieb Bob Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at being Jim Barney, let me tell you. Thank you. I sh- they should have <laughs> had me replace him. They should have. Toy Story 3. Yeah. Oh, man. They're going to have to do that with Don Rickles. That's going to not be good. No. Don't do it. Thomas, make him stop. <laughs> okay. I can't. They're I just this. dying. The people are just dying. I can't stop it. They're dying, and I can't stop it. And I should be able to stop it. <laughs> I can't do anything they look about like, it. I they killed look them. like big, strong I hands. I animals. <laughs> Not just the women, but the, the children, too. And Oh, Annie, you committed genocide for me? That's so romantic. Next scene, so we're going to be holding right hands. <laughs> is Padme a bad person? Is she a she racist against these issues. aliens? She has a lot of issues. Well, okay, is she racist against the Gungans? Because it feels like that might be what led to her being racist against the native Tatooineers. Yeah, she doesn't Probably. like natives, is what I'm I'm guessing. Natives of anywhere. Yeah. Oh man, is she the Andrew Jackson of the Star Wars universe? She's trying to take over the world and be the supreme uh, race. <gasps> we should build a dam. Kafefe. <laughs> Kafefe sounds like uh, one of her handmaidens. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> She's got Corday. Dorme. Kafefe. I'm glad I started recording already. Kafefe. Oh gosh. Kafefe. Welcome back. To you Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story minutes, the minutes of the movie Toy Story from the movie Toy Story, one minute at a time. I'm stuck in a loop, Jeff. Help yeah, me. I would Help. say you're just kind of going circular <laughs> with your describing right there. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And with us again, we have Thomas rounding out the week. Thomas from Never Ending Minute. Thomas, how Thanks was your for back, guys? How was your stay in the in the suite this Today, I, too. Tr- I tried the bottom bunk this time. It did not work. I felt like I was sitting on the floor, so I had to move up top again. It's a shame that this is Friday because we were going to put you in the honeymoon suite because someone actually booked the luxury and you're going to have that all to yourself. But unfortunately, you're going to have to go back to oh, your home so country. Deprived. Yeah. <laughs> Bad timing, really. Well, speaking of <laughs> disappointment, kind of. I mean, Woody's... strange things. Mm-hmm. Woody gets very, yeah. This minute, minute 20 of the movie, starts with the plane still splitting around in a blur, ending with Andy activating the laser. <sighs> Wait, I think it's fun watching all these boys spin their head as they're watching Buzz go whoa, around. Whoa, it's, whoa, a, it's a tennis whoa. match. Yeah, <laughs> I like the exaggerated speed that the sound effects, and then his like cheeks are like cheeks like the. Do they? A little bit. Where's the wind yeah. coming from? That's a, that's, a, that's a, I don't <laughs> He's know. got fans inside his helmet yeah. that float. That's I don't funny because Apollo 13 came out the same year as this movie. Do you think it was in pre-pro while they were doing this? Because I don't know, but you have to remember that you don't necessarily need wind to make your cheeks do that it can be g-forces or it can be you just use your hands yep which jeff and i just started doing <laughs> you're better at that than i am thanks Think is that a skill <laughs> i don't, I don't know <laughs> is that a compliment all right let's have a competition you guys go <laughs> no <laughs> who can make the weirdest noise with your mouth everyone claps for buzz but he didn't fly they all saw that he didn't fly. these are just stunts I mean, Woody's got a real good... I have to believe that his naivety has to be, like, infectious or something. They want to believe, too, for yeah. some reason. I think Rex is just dumb. He does have the brain of a dinosaur, so... Rex is dumb. Mr. Potato Head just wants someone who can be better than Woody. 
And his, that's all and he wants. Mr. Potato's yeah. head's defense, his head is empty unless he's got spare parts in there. So Pax's extra angry eyes and oh man, I can't wait till the Toy Story 2 bloopers. <laughs> that's a long time away, but yeah. I'm so disappointed in Bo Peep here. Oh yeah, that no. was weird. She was she like drops him quick as quick. She just drops was, Woody like nothing. It's, it's a player. Weird. Yeah, that's not okay. Is it because she's the most available female toy? I mean, we don't know about the toy sexualities, but is she just the most available female toy so she can like play the field? Do you think actually Buzz doesn't get a love interest until the second movie? Do you think there was ever like a love triangle between them, or maybe an arrangement or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> an arrangement like you would have with we talked about getting multiple whole, Mr. Potato Heads and multiple Mrs. Potato Heads and how that's how the potato head marriage works. It's like a hive colony. So maybe Bo Peep, you know, just gives a little, little space man, a little cowboy. Have we talked about Bo Peep's existence yet? Like, why is she considered a toy when she's... A lamp? Part of a lamp? Yeah. yeah. We spent the first... 10 minutes basically repeatedly saying how is that a toy how is that a toy (laughs) the toys i like their reactions though in general i mean bo peep does that big thing but mr potato head does a whistle with his fingers in his mouth and the troll just kind of jumps and doesn't move her arms Mm -mm. Speak, I mean, the trolls, the the other female, the other clearly defined as female toy. Preschooler. Well, do you think she would be dating anyone, or is she preschool? She's pre- is she preschool forever? Then I don't know. In oh, the, right now, yeah. that's a sad thought. We're gonna get that to with Toy Story three, right? Because we got big baby. Mm-hmm. It's always a baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so much to this. It is weird what they choose to animate and what they choose not to. Like all the toys can move in places they wouldn't normally be able to, but you've got a toy like the troll whose arms are just stuck in the downward position, no right? What? Maybe it is because Pixar predicted that DreamWorks will one day make their own Trolls movie. And, and they didn't want them to be as that, Yeah, good. they were like, you know what? No, in our, we're going to establish 22 years before that movie comes out that Trolls cannot move their arms. <laughs> that is Did canon. you guys notice the caricature of Andy in the background? No, are you talking about the roller skating girl? Is that a roller skating girl? I thought it was the a girl, black, but it could be Andy. Black and white picture? I don't, I'm not sure. I thought it was either I'm Andy's at 1933. mom or mom. 1933. I'm at 1933 and you can see a black and white picture picture in the in the corner okay i'm and it looks like a caricature oh <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's probably Is that the same one it's probably oh he's riding a horse yeah that looks like something you would get done at the fair or something yeah i'm gonna check to see if that's the same one in the background of the plane shot it's it not is. it's di- no because that one's not riding a horse that one's skating or something oh yeah you're right yeah they're different there's two maybe, maybe that's molly yeah there's a molly and an andy that's cute. Andy's got such a great mom. Mm-hmm. And she's probably right down there now, like putting the moves on Sports Kid's mom or something. Or maybe the kid who brought the bed sheets. She's like, I oh, really like, I like these bed sheets. Let me see yours. <laughs> oh, man. If I were also a lesbian, I would date Andy's mom. Right. Sure, she's she's got two kids, but whatever. She's cool. Mm-hmm. Appreciation. More appreciation for Andy's mom. She's the best. She's Shout the best. Out. When Buzz puts his wings down, he does so just using the button on his chest. Are you is trying that... to say that like Crystal Bad? But Does she say button like that? She says button. Yeah, like without a T. It's really That's cute. That's just how I say button. button. Either I say button or I say button. And one sounds way too proper. Button. <laughs> Baton. Baton. 
when he presses the baton on his chest, uh, <laughs> his wings just like kind of go down automatically, which is, I think that's why I was thinking about whether his wings are part of him on an earlier minute, because that doesn't seem like it would work. I would think in a toy like that, you would have to push the wings down and then they just stay down and right. until you push, because the button probably releases a simple mechanism that lets the wings spring out. Spring loaded. Mm-hmm. This is one of the reasons why there's never been a fully actionable Buzz Lightyear toy like in this movie, because you cannot have both Karate Chop action and the wings doesn't all fit because hmm. karate chop action is in the back and the wings are already right there. he's such a cool toy we're gonna need a bigger toy <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Potato Head says that all the dolls must like Buzz. Mm-hmm. Does he mean dolls like female toys? I'm assuming. Or dolls like dolls? Like doll toys? Like I mentioned before, he is a toy from the 1940s, so... Maybe he's got he more traditional like, roles for toys? Like, no, like guys and dolls, you know, like, oh, she's, there's oh. a cool doll. doll oh, yeah! A boy doll is an action figure, a girl doll is a doll. But then he asks if he can teach him how to fly. Mr. Potato Head's the least aerodynamic toy. I've seen some pretty interesting Mr. Potato Head. Eventually they may have a Buzz one so you can have so. his experience. I think they might have a Buzz one. I'm googling this. This episode is fraught with me just looking stuff up, but That's a little too meta. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I, know that, I know that they've done a Buzz Lightyear operation and there is an operation in this Weird. movie. Yep. Play yep. School Mr. Potato Head Toy Story 3 movie Spud Lightyear. Oh, Spud that is from Lightyear. Play School. We talked about how Mr. Potato Head, he says it's from Play School, but he's from Hasbro. And I think Hasbro actual... and Play School are the same company with just Accessory different names. Companies. I don't think they were Accessory in 1995. Companies. Maybe they got bought in a buyout like Mattel did to Rex's company. Yeah, we'll have to ask Rex to go into more detail. <laughs> well, he doesn't know the financials. <laughs> Back in 1962. <laughs> so that's something John Ratzenberger's character would do. My notes said, how could Mr. Pote do that? He just a tater. We got the godly Bob Howdy, as we were talking about when we started recording. Godly Bob Howdy. Yeah, that was so noticeable, I had to type it out myself. Godly Bob Howdy. That's not a Jim Varney thing. I don't remember Ernest P. Worrell ever saying that. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think he was just trying to go with the character there. That's the yeah. greatest catchphrase. Godly Bob Howdy? What is that? <laughs> it's so great. It's perfect. Should we get into the prequel to the Netflix 2016 television smash hit television show Stranger Things with the the, the prequel would be Strange Things? Get it? Yeah. So I, I got a little information for this if you guys want it. Oh yeah, go I ahead. With it. I looked up the song sung by Randy Newman. Good old Randy Newman. <laughs> Randy Newman. Randy Newman's just a great piano piano man. Pianist. Je- Je- I'm not going to have to pronounce carefully is, here, gentlemen. Pianist. Tim Allen's actual name is Tim Allen Dick. He's got three first names for a name because he's a mess of a human being. <laughs> Let me just say, I did watch a clip of Tim Allen's recently canceled TV show, Last Man Standing, recently. And sure, whatever, it's political. Who cares? The bigger insult it has is that it's really boring. It's really dumb. (laughs) There's one joke and it's Tim Allen is not like these liberals. He's a regular guy. And you can make good political comedy, but that's that's mm-hmm. not that's not funny. It's not like there's no nuance to it. Right. It's like right. Uh, Family Guy early on did some fairly good political satire and then it got really preachy with it for a while and that's when i stopped watching but like if you get too preachy it's annoying whether you agree with it or not right and tim allen his show is a thumbs down cheers is a thumbs up buzz lightyear star (laughs) command i'm not sure which my way my thumbs go because i haven't (laughs) really watched it 
Speaking of shows, though, <laughs> is there dancing in this video? Or not dancing, jumping? In the background, you see ABC Roundup. Now, is that supposed to be a Woody's Roundup knockoff? Uh, I think it's like a summer... Okay, when I was a kid, my family was a church-going family, and we had vacation Bible schools. Same. Right. Yeah, you yes, go to the yeah. church and you have kind of Bible-themed lessons, and mm-hmm. you have snacks, and you have activities... ABC Roundup sounds like the kind of, like, you go to a camp. You go to Cowboy Camp. Cowboy Camp's in the second movie! Yeah, Yes! I'm standing up and cheering because Andy (laughs) goes to Cowboy Camp in the second movie, and I bet that ABC Roundup might be, like, the early, like, younger kids version. the earliest version of it. I can see that. Andy's play with Woody, my favorite part. Is when he holds Woody up by the arm oh, yeah, and just, just wiggles him. Wiggling. It's like, what exactly a, is... It's is, a whole shot. What is Woody supposed to be, <laughs> like, doing in Andy's imagination right there? Dancing, I guess? I don't know, but how did his arm not rip before the second movie is what I want to know. Right. Well, okay, a little bit of spoilers, but it starts to rip in this movie. We'll talk yeah. about that way later, but I think... Andy is starting the wear and tear. Starting to show some age. I mean, he's a 48-year-old toy at this yeah, moment. So I love Andy's jammies, his yellow jammies. Mm-hmm. His yellow <laughs> when I was a kid, I totally would have done that. There's no way he's wearing those socks on this floor, though. He would be sliding all over the place. Absolutely. On his bed, he's not. No, but when he's, like, playing on the ground. You must, because you, you said you're a father, right? Yes. I would get so worried if I had a kid who was... Bouncing on a bed over a hardwood floor in his socks. Yeah, that is a <laughs> recipe for danger. <laughs> Goes back to what we were there's saying earlier in the week with Sully. How are we all still alive? <laughs> there's a still image you get here where Buzz is in quote unquote toy mode. First of all, how does he know to go to toy mode because he doesn't believe he's a toy? Did we talk about this with you or was it with Sully? I don't, now I'm getting all confused. According to Twitter, I think it was Andrew Stanton or John Lasseter who, yeah, he said that the toys going stiff is a unconscious reaction, sort of like breathing. You can hold your breath with effort, but by default you do that. And if you came to this society of all these weird aliens and all of them seem to worship this giant child and go stiff around him and you, for some reason, also felt yourself wanting to go completely limp around this giant, wouldn't you also be maybe too scared, but just play along with it? I mean, when in Rome, you do as the giant children do. Now, my second point in that is... Yeah, he's he's adopting the culture. So my second point in that is, who painted Buzz's eyes here? Because they did a really bad job. When he's in toy (laughs) mode, he's got the worst cross eyes you've ever seen. (laughs) Thank you for bringing that up. This crazy oh lazy eye. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Were you noticing that? I never. I didn't even think about I it. I didn't notice it actually. Oh man, it's it's right at 1959. You see it. <laughs> it's it's yep. really noticeable. Yep. When he's when he's about to when he's about to shoot and yeah. what he's laser like. him. Yeah. We don't know that yet, Jeb. He could be shooting one-eyed Bart for all we know. Allegedly, the thing at that moment that really makes me happy is the last lyric we hear is "Some little punk comes down in a rocket." <laughs> Yeah, so I I sadly wrote down all the lyrics for this, and talk about lyrics that are spot on. I mean, I know it was written for the show, but he says, I was on top of the world, living high, it was right in my pocket, I was living the life. He has a holster, sorry. (laughs) I was living the life, things were just the way they should be, when from out of the sky, like a bomb, comes some little punk in a rocket. (laughs) That's incredible. 
That's the most amazing description. A little punk. Maybe that's what he was going to say, but he couldn't say it because there are preschool toys present. That's not a preschool <laughs> unfriendly term. I mean, it's a genre of music. It's a regular insult. It's a kind of Brewster, a punky one. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, it also works because off mic, I think Jeff and I talked about how Buzz is way shorter than Woody. And I like the fact of Woody being like, well, I'm bigger than him. He's just some little punk. Because he's also <laughs> way younger than Woody. Mm-hmm. Condescension is kind of Woody's game in a fatherly way with these other toys. But with Buzz, it's a straight up way. jerk thing to do. He's Mr. Potato Heading Buzz. Like Mr. Potato Head bullies Woody. It's a cycle mm-hmm. of... A vicious cycle. Yeah. Who do you think bullies Mr. Potato Head? Well, ev- the movie does. Yeah. He gets so many bad things. Molly. Yeah. Molly <laughs> bullies him. off all the time. Yeah. They go all the way with the jokes about Mr. Potato Head's detachable parts. Mm-hmm. Our Nick pets' heads are falling off. Yeah. Our, pets, Food, we got our no pets' jobs. heads falling off. <laughs> nice. I was thinking about a movie that I really wanted to see in a minute format earlier, and I just got reminded of it, but it's not Dumb and Dumber. Oh no, what was it? Oh no. Ace Ventura? <laughs> no. Hot take. Ace Ventura is one of those movies where the sequel's way better than the first one because <laughs> the first one has a dumb, boring plot and a weird, really aged poorly twist at the end that you're like, oh no. Finkelis Einhorn. <laughs> yeah, it's a real gross thing, a gross transphobic joke. I guess back in the day, more people didn't think about that, but Ace Ventura 2 aged better because the only cringy thing in that is him coming out of the rhino butthole and that is amazing i love it it reminds me of danny devito coming out of the couch yeah yeah oh man getting sweaty danny devito we have references that we make like every week to danny devito well yeah danny devito plug i haven't mentioned dragon ball evolution at all shocking that which okay wait i can make the connection to dragon ball evolution don't yeah the ball that he bounced off to fly don't (laughs) That's the one, Sir Ball. No, no, no. Okay. In the second movie, Jesse the Yodeling Cowgirl, played by Joan Cusack, who is in Shameless with Emmy Rossum and Justin Chatwin, the stars of Dragon Ball Evolution. Boom! Wow. Boom! Talk about six degrees. John just threw his headphones on the table and walked away. Going boom. Yeah! I did it! Dragon Ball Evolution. What's the other movie we keep referencing? Suicide Squad? Yeah. Why do you have a poster of that, Jeb? I bought that before it came out when I thought it was going to be good. That's my defense. (sighs) This is our first time recording at Jeb's house, and just to part the kimono a bit, it's it's another thing where I'm like, ooh, I wish I knew you had terrible tastes. I bought it before it came out. Long journey together recording this movie. I bought it before it came out when I thought it was going to be good. I mean, I found out and I still er- have. very early that you liked Hoodwinked, but I've never actually seen Hoodwinked, so yeah, I can't judge it. I mean, I don't love it. It's just a, it's a solid movie. It's a good kids movie. Like a Monsters University? No, it's not as good as Monsters University. No, I, I've is actually it never not seen as Monsters good as Cars Two. I've never seen Monsters, Monsters University. Is okay, I'm not a big fan of the Monsters Inc. franchise in general. It's interesting, but. It's something about it just doesn't appeal to me. Hmm. What do you think of Monsters Incorporated? I haven't seen the second one, but I liked the first one just because too. Boo was cute and, and <gasps> Boo is so Billy Crystal, Sully, and I, yeah, I love Billy Crystal. So oh, little kids are cute. My <laughs> ovaries are exploding. My non-existent ovaries are exploding. About to say which what ovaries? All of your them, broveries. Jeff. My broveries. Yeah. <laughs> That's my new terms. This is this is living on the edge, people. It well, is. We, we've done the Ace Ventura thing. We've made this podcast very gay with Andy's mom. 
now we're just making it like trans transsexual friendly. Yeah. For I mean, I don't have broveries, but listeners, if one of you listeners, you know, happens to be transsexual and is a bro with ovaries, you're welcome. You're welcome. Now you have something to, <laughs> you have a new term. When you're carrying your friend's kid, now you can talk about your broveries there and how go. they're being affected. <laughs> they're My so swollen right now. My broveries. <laughs> Shut up, that was the greatest line read since he's not a space ranger. <laughs> Woody, don't be mean Slinky. He your friend. He tells him to shut up. That's a thing. <laughs> have you heard of Black Friday Reel, Thomas? No, I have not. Okay, this is fun story time. Jeffrey Katzenberg, the guy who eventually went on to help create DreamWorks, was the head of Disney at this time. And he kept pushing Pixar to make the movie darker and edgier until it was a movie about Woody being a total monster, bullying everyone. He literally makes Slinky Dog lick his boots. He is generally such a bad guy that Tom Hanks stopped recording at one point and said, this guy is a jerk. Mm Mm-hmm. And they showed it to the Disney execs on a Friday, which they called Black Friday. And everyone hated it. The Pixar people hated it. Jeffrey Katzenberg even hated it. And someone told good old Jeffy boy, you know why this sucks, right? It's because you're not letting them make the movie they want to make. And then they, a similar basic plot structure. I mean, Woody's still a little bit rough around the edges, but he's likable. And before he he's was... Got some, he's, he's still got some growing to do, but he's not horrible. Right. Which, in the Black Friday reel, I mean, he is a torturous fiend. We'll get into it, eventually. Toy Story Minute. Do you have any notes more for this? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't think I do. That's all I have for, for this so. episode. All right. Well, then, uh, people can once again find you on Never Ending Minute. Episodes should be dropping anytime soon. The pilots will be already out. Join the Never Ending Minute Listener Society. Like the page. You can go to growlermedia.com and find the podcast there along with some others. If you want to find me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Wookie Lives. If you're looking for Never Ending Minute on Twitter, you can go to at N-E-V-E-N-D-M-I-N. Nevenman. Yes. And also, can... um, while you guys are, there, are out out and about on the interwebs, check out uh, moviesbyminutes.com if you want to see if there's any other movies that you're interested in following on in this minute-by-minute format. Yeah, it's, it's become a big genre of podcasts, I guess you would it say. Has been. There's lots of good ones. I was on a few episodes of the Disney Animated Minute when they did Snow White. There's obviously our granddaddy podcast, Star Wars Minute, who's in hiatus right now. They've finished up Attack of the Clones. They've done five movies so far. I mean, you'll find all sorts of fun stuff you'll like. So, mm-hmm. Speaking of other movies by minutes, I almost forgot. Shameless plug. I was also on the Princess Bride Minute, but it's a great podcast if you want to catch up on that amazing movie. Yeah, that's we got to get a spot on that for Wallace Shawn. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Andre the Giant. Oh, oh, God. I love that movie. Mandy Patinkin is amazing. Yeah. I love Mandy Patinkin. He killed my father. That, I don't know. <laughs> he that. didn't kill. Oh, no. He, he, Mandy he Patinkin. Has, he he has, has a dead father. Mandy Patinkin, yes. the actor, came and killed my father. The and Princess now, Bride. Honest. So he came to your house and he killed your father. Okay. And Fair. Apparently, I love him for that, even though my father is alive and I don't want him to man. be dead. Dad, if you're listening to this. I don't want you to be dead. Plug. <laughs> plug for my plug for my living <laughs> father. <laughs> As always, you can find us at Toy Story Minute on Twitter. We'll have a Facebook page by the time this comes out. Hopefully. We'll we'll keep you posted with any new things that come to fruition on t- the Twitter. And we will see you guys next week. And Thomas, yes? you've got a friend in 
me, me. and in Jeb. Both of us. And listeners, you're my favorite deputy. You my favorite deputy in, in the whole world. 